<coughs> You're listening to Reflections on Leadership with Carl Bimshaw. Hey, this is Carl Bimshaw, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Spotlight, where I speak with busy professionals in various stages of their career and along different paths in their leadership journey. This time around, I talk with Donnie Staples, Director of Ministry at Newbreak Church. Donnie and I first worked together about, dang, 20 years ago. We've embarked on different adventures since then, but have remained good friends. We talk about leadership consistency, balance, followership, and how a series of minor adjustments can make a major difference. Let's get to it. So who are you and what are you working on? Um... My name is Donnie Staples. I'm the director of children's ministry for Newbreak Church, which is a um, multi-site church here in San Diego. And what problem are you trying to solve? <laughs> Many problems, um, but as it relates to um, my job at Newbreak, um, just the retention and um, recruitment of uh, new team members, volunteers, so to speak. What uh, what leadership traits do you wish more people would demonstrate? Um, leadership traits. Well, I, I think one um, which is important um, in the position that I am in is just to be open and uh, honest, and that can be difficult for people. Um, difficult from the standpoint of um, people want to be think that they're going to be judged in some kind of way, um, that they don't necessarily measure up in some kind of way. So just being comfortable with who you are and just being honest in, in that regard. Do you consider yourself a leader? Uh, yes, Um in some aspects, in other aspects, no. Uh, <laughs> um, in my in in my uh, professional um, position, yeah, I feel uh, that I'm a leader. Um, I'm considered that. I'm looked at um, as a leader. Um, so, yeah, I would say um, in my personal life, sometimes I don't always feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um... I feel like I'm being led, so to speak. <laughs> well, and that's that's not always bad, is it? Part of uh, leadership is knowing how to follow properly. Absolutely, abs- absolutely. And I think the 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 key uh, in what you just said is uh, following properly. So um, personally, <laughs> personally, I could probably grow um, in that area, uh, but for the most part, um, yeah, I'm a I'm a leader. What do you think would have to happen in the next 90 days or so for you to feel like you're managing better and leading well? Um, as far as new break is concerned, you know, we have uh, 30, 60, 90 day gates. And, um, you know, for each one of those, <clears throat> it's really um, if I am successful or somewhat successful in uh, retaining the people that are on um, my teams and it being multiple teams at multiple campuses, um, that would be a success for me, Um, you know, but also um, the recruitment and bringing more people on, you know, in, in uh, ministry, 
it's not only done by uh, a handful of people. It's done uh, primarily uh, by the people that go to church. That, uh, you know, it's their way of uh, giving back, not only in regards to their faith, but um, just following um, what uh, one of our core values values are as a church and is to serve others. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and that's a constant. It's not really um, a, a 90 day goal. It's a goal. It's something that we're shooting for, you know, every day because we need more people to, um, you know, to keep the ministry running and to, um, you know, further God's kingdom. What would you say gets in the way, if anything, uh, of your self-leadership? Um, me. that's usually what it is (laughs) i'm typically always in my own in in my own way i think um uh as a as a leader um as far as my development i could probably uh delegate more um i could probably have um less control in situations i think we you know uh we all want to do a great job we all want to uh, be held accountable um, to a certain standard. And so uh, when we do that, we typically um, hold on to things where uh, realistically, if we're developing others, we're, we're, we're teaching them what to do. We're showing them and giving them uh, the opportunity to show that they can do, you know, whatever those tasks are. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times with self-leadership, um, you know, that can be positive or negative. It can be procrastination or mm-hmm. discipline or lack of discipline, mm-hmm. ego. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of those. Oh. I suffer from all of those, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have any uh, any leadership uh, lessons or, or tips that you could share with others? Either uh, you talked about delegating responsibility, so how, how mm-hmm. people how you do that well, or if you have any, you know, success rituals or um, direct people to? Well, I mean, you know, success rituals, you know, being in ministry, one of the, um, the things that I do daily is my daily devotions, whether it's first thing in the morning or um, at least sometimes throughout the day. I just know uh, if I uh, haven't done spent time, um, you know, with God and, and just being in a, a uh, prayerful state that typically um, my day kind of gets off track and, and I'm not fully um, fully committed in whatever I'm doing for that day. I just feel off balance. So I think, you know, whatever it is, whether you're involved in ministry or you're doing devotions, uh, uh, those kind of things, if there's something that you uh, do that's consistent every day that just kind of um, clears your mind and open your heart, gives you, gives you balance that that's a, um, a good, you know, ritual, so to speak. Um, you know, I think we talked about it earlier. Um, when I use the analogy about, um, golf, um, you know, and, and we go through life, um, able to accomplish things and do things. Um, and where we, you know, where we come up short, where we're missing in those areas and we're looking for that magic bullet or that pill or whatever, 
Um, it usually is a minor adjustment to what, um, you know, a minor adjustment to what we should do or what we need to do. Um, the key to that is either being able to recognize that, what that adjustment is, or having um, people in your life that you trust or, or whomever when they um, speak into you um, and you trust that person that you um, kind of take a step back and you kind of reevaluate what that is or, you know, um, people, we see ourselves um, in a certain way when we look in the mirror every morning, mm-hmm. uh, but people see us in a different way. And so when people are saying things to you, positive or negative, um, hey, you know, you do great at this or you do great at that. You know, and you can be like, you just kind of shrug it off and go, mm, yeah, you know, maybe not. Uh, there's some, you know, there's some real, there's some real truth to those, you know, to what people are saying. And so, you know, if we're trying to get better, uh, again, positive or, or negative, we should take a step back to look at those things. So, mm-hmm. you know, reevaluating ourselves, um, looking at those spaces of where, um, you know, we wanted to be successful or we were set out on a with a goal or a path to do something and we didn't quite achieve it. Um, being able to look back at those things and, and again, making those minor adjustments and, and you know, just reevaluating ourselves constantly. Yeah, those minor adjustments, <laughs> it's, uh, it's important to have surrounding yourself with the right people but who, who defines what right is mm-hmm. because a lot of times you know you could be yeah. bad company and if they're all yeah. reinforcing each other yeah uh, and then those minor adjustments could be yeah it <laughs> could be your downfall <laughs> but so absolutely you, you've got to you've got to pick <laughs> the right people do you have any any thoughts or insights this comes out of left field but how, how do you know if you're surrounded yourself with the right people quote unquote that can help you with those adjustments well in you know for me personally, um, you know, I don't feel like that um, I'm exceptional in in any area. I'm good in a lot of areas. And so I'm also good with um, um, surrounding myself with people that are good or exceptional in those areas where I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm very... Um, I guess I would say I'm very intentional about the people that I have around me. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a, a, a huge set of people, but there are people that I trust um, simply because um, they are good um, leaders um, from a spiritual standpoint. They're mm-hmm. good leaders, um, you know, from an educational standpoint, you know, I I think also the people that I surround myself are people that are successful in those areas of life where I want to be successful. So um, I sometimes try to emulate or kind of, you know, what do you call it? By osmosis being around Mm -hmm. them to kind of pick up, you know, what those um, some of those attributes may be to at least what I view as being successful. Right. So, so it's kind of constantly upping the average. A little mm-hmm. bit. Like they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I've, so. I've had um, many people that have, um, you know, 
spoke up and said, you know, I am the smartest person in the room. They really weren't the smartest <laughs> no, people in the, the person ones, in the room. The ones who declare it seldom are. <laughs> seldom are. Seldom are. So, yeah. So, so the idea being is that always, uh, always kind of read the room, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, you have different friends for different reasons and different connections and all that. Mm-hmm. And just make sure that everybody is kind of constantly upgrading yeah. them, themselves yeah. if, if you want to stick with them yeah. <laughs> or yeah. otherwise you've got to find well, a new room. <laughs> and, and that is, um, you know, I, I think that's one of the, the key parts of just us as people is, is relationships and how we build those relationships and how we cultivate them. Um, you know, there's nothing typically in this world that we can do alone for the most part. And so, um, you need to you need to have people, good people around you. Right. Yeah, terrific. So, what's next for you? Um, wow! Again, there's so much going on. Um, what's next is what's happening tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, today is a today is a full day. However, this has been been a, a great experience. You know, when I leave here, I got a full day of, uh, of stuff to do, but, you know, I'm in ministry and, and, and trying to further, uh, the kingdom, you know, is, uh, every moment, every day kind of deal for me. It forces you to be mindful. Forces me to be mindful. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for coming by, Donnie. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you to Donnie Staples for his friendship and his take on leadership. If you enjoyed this episode of Reflections on Leadership, please leave a review. And if you're listening through the Anchor app, go ahead and send your comments or leadership questions. We love hearing from you. If you like Reflections on Leadership, the podcast, you're going to love the three-part leadership essay series from Carl Bimshaw. So I've been thinking... So I've been thinking some more, and Think Again are three books that capture the leadership topics covered on this show. This is perfect for those who want something tangible you can hold in your hands, highlight, and refer back to again and again. These and other titles are available on Amazon. Check them out. Dismantle Dismay. Hi, this is Carl Bimshaw, and you're listening to another edition of Reflections on Leadership. Let's face it, sometimes things stink. They just do. If you let the little things in life start to bring you down, you'll have no resistance to the big things. And now, you have dismay. If you're feeling blah or just kind of bummed, you've got to figure out why. Tackle the feelings, then move on. There's a worksheet you can download at the Carl Bimshaw Consulting website. Grab that for more detail. But for right now, I'll walk you through a process in case you're listening in the car or at the beach. First, make a quick assessment of six common areas of dismay. You'll fall somewhere between never and always. So give never a zero and always a 10. So are you never or always disorganized? Are you never or always overwhelmed? Maybe you're somewhere in between. Are you never or always ignoring your passion? 
Are you never or always being too cautious? Are you never or always being too serious? And finally, are you never or always stuck in a rut? Pick the two most common that stand out for you. You probably know it right now just listening. Disorganized, overwhelmed, ignoring your passion, being too cautious, being too serious, stuck in a rut. Now that you've picked two, why did you chose those two as your biggest trouble spots? For example, if you picked stuck in a rut, maybe it's because you feel like you're lacking innovation. Or if you think you're being too cautious, it's probably because you haven't been taking appropriate risks. Next, think about what you can do to change this. It's okay to be obvious. If you're stuck in a rut, do something different. Also, what resources could you use to help you? Remember, resources can be time, treasure, or money, or talent, yours or someone else's. Finally, decide what your next physical action will be and by when. Meaning, what's the very next thing you can do to combat your trouble spot? So, if you're stuck in a rut, the very next thing you could do is take a different route home. It might be slower, it might be faster, it doesn't matter. It only has to be different. Bottom line, take two new actions as soon as you can and you will be amazed at how easily your dismay begins to melt. This is Carl Bimshaw reminding you to act on purpose, not by accident. Keep advancing confidently in the direction of your dreams and help others along the way. Thank you.